Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode, the inaugural episode of the Scottish Mythbusters. Um, I'm here today with uh, with our two kind of Scottish representatives. Uh, we've got Michael Chambers from Into GCU. Hey, Mike. Uh, and uh, and Craig Evans from Into Sterling. So Hi, I don't know if you guys want to quickly quickly introduce yourselves. That'd be great. Yeah, well, well, I, well, I go first. Um, I'm Michael Chambers. I'm Assistant Director of Recruitment from uh, Into GCU, Into Glasgow Caledonian University. Um, looking forward to exploding some some myths about Scotland over the over the next uh, few minutes or so, and hopefully encouraging lots of students to come and visit us and, and stay with us in Scotland. Excellent. Uh, I'm Craig Evans. I, I'm the Assistant Director for Recruitment for Into at University of Stirling. Um, yeah, very much like Michael, looking forward to busting some myths about Scotland and uh, encouraging a few more people to consider this fine country as a place to study. And obviously, I'm Matt Evans, working in UK operations and uh, the recruitment team with Erin. I've sort of shoulder barged my way into this by virtue of living in Edinburgh. Uh, and having previously worked for Sterling, so um, looking forward to, to talking to you a bit more about some of the questions and queries that you might get about Scotland when you're out in market. Um, so I think the first thing we're going to tackle out of a series of, of kind of topics will be the geography and the weather. I think this is an area that comes up a lot from from my experience uh, recruiting for Sterling. Um, some maybe some misconceptions about about Scotland and particularly the weather. So um, I mean, I'll I'll just kick off with I think the key thing for me that I was often asked about uh, was was basically, I think it came from a perception that Scotland was all the highlands, perhaps through exposure to Scotland through films and TV, um, where there's often these beautiful shots of Glencoe and places like that. The, the perception was that the whole of Scotland is like that. Uh, and so I'd often get questions about, you know, how do I prepare my student to live in the mountain wilderness uh, and things like that. Whereas I think importantly, Scotland kind of has three main sections. It has the the highlands, of course, it has the islands and it has the lowlands, the central lowland belt, which of course Michael and Craig are both staying in at the moment and myself. So what kind of questions do you guys get when you're out about the geography? I think the main one I get is, um, again, perception of where Scotland is and how far it is. I often have people look at a map and go, oh my word, that's so far away. Um, I don't think they realise just how well connected Scotland is, not to just to kind of cities within Scotland, but around the rest of the UK. Um, I think people don't realise how good the rail links are, um, how good the transport is with, within cities. And, and I know Glasgow, for instance, has its own subway system uh, to help people get around. But just to give you an example, Stirling itself, it looks like it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but actually it's right in the centre between two really, really busy and really interesting cities in Edinburgh and Glasgow. And it's so easy to get in. So just an example, last night um, I popped into Edinburgh just for a couple of hours to go to a pub quiz, came back to Stirling, no problem whatsoever. Um, and it's also very well connected um, Scotland to, to the likes of London and, and the likes of Europe as well. Again, the weekend just gone. I flew down to London to go and see my friends and my family. Um, took me about an hour and 15 minutes from Edinburgh Airport, straight into the heart of London, no problem uh, whatsoever. So actually, I think one of the perceptions that people have is that Scotland and, and particularly kind of these locations like Edinburgh, Glasgow and Stirling are really far away. Actually, um, in terms of time, they're not that far away. Yeah, I, I think I would, I would agree with that in the sense that, you know, I think there is a perception that that you know, we're, we're geographically remote from the rest of the UK. And, and in terms of distance, we're, we're, we're not a huge distance, but in terms of those transport links that, that Craig's mentioned, fantastic rail network, uh, fantastic uh, low cost flights, uh, as Craig says, and, and 
uh, here at, at GCU, we happen to be located just a stone's throw across the road from the, the main bus station serving Glasgow. So if uh, students want the low-cost option for exploring the rest of the UK, um, they can always do the megabus to London uh, for the princely sum of one pound. Um, so <laughs> easy easy to get to um, and affordable as well. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think the low-cost flights, pardon the pun, sometimes goes a bit under the radar. I'm speaking. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but, uh, don't, but don't give up so, the day job, man. <laughs> I think that joke went under the radar. <laughs> but it is it is so cheap, isn't it? To and so much quicker uh, to get around to get to London, um, to to get to Europe. To you know, and of course, uh, for a lot of our students coming internationally, there are direct flights into Glasgow, into Edinburgh from from your respective countries. So it's not like, um, yeah, it's not like you're really, really remote at all. And I think more and more people in the UK are, are traveling by cheap domestic flight, you know, even within the UK quite regularly. So actually having that proximity to the airports is is really beneficial. And, you know, if you're in London, I suppose, and you're trying to get out to Gatwick or to Heathrow from central London, it could take you much longer than it would from from Glasgow or from Stirling to the respective airports as well. Yeah, I think I think taking that even a step further in terms of local geography, you know, um, Glasgow's uh, Scotland's largest city, and, and you know, obviously, I think Edinburgh's probably next in line there, and, and Stirling as well. But the cities themselves are very manageable and very compact. Um, so in terms of students finding their way around each of our respective locations, um, pretty much you can walk uh, most of the way around. We're in central Scotland, we're in central Glasgow, central Edinburgh, cent- central Stirling as well. Um, so you don't have that added hassle factor in terms of just getting about once you are here as well. And I think a lot of people um, are kind of, you know, they gravitate towards the likes of London because they are attracted to kind of you know the, the big city lifestyle. And I think one of the things I'm always keen to get across is that if you do live in the central belt in Scotland, be that Edinburgh, Glasgow, or Stirling, you can have that big city lifestyle. Um, you know, you've got everything that you know the likes of London has to offer, but for a fraction of the living cost as well. Um, I look at kind of lots of different things you can do in Edinburgh, like the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Glasgow has a really kind of vibrant music scene. Um, you know, it, all these things are on your doorstep, and you can go to them um, you know, very cheaply, very easily. You know, pop into each city just for a night if you want to, and, and come back and be sort of in bed at a reasonable time for your lectures the, the next day. So. For those people that are looking for kind of, you know, the big city lifestyle, I definitely recommend, you know, considering and and researching the likes of Glasgow, um, Edinburgh, Stirling, rather than just gravitating sort of directly towards London. I think you can have just as good a a lifestyle for a fraction of the cost. Craig, you're obviously a much more dedicated student than I ever was worrying about getting home in time to get to your lectures the next day. (laughs) What a shining example you are at all. Yeah. I certainly always felt a little bit like, I, I wanted to talk about the highlands and I wanted to talk about that natural beauty as well, but also you made the points you made, Craig, that, you know, there's, there's a city life, there's an urban experience for students that they can have as well, uh, relatively low cost. But um, but I wondered, do you have students who get out there, they go to the highlands, they go to Sky and they see all these wonderful areas and what do they think about that? Because I think, um, you know, I think the, the profile of those areas internationally is, is seems to be growing. I mean, I know Sky, for example, they're having to limit the number of tourists who go on. Um, which has never happened before, just simply because it's so popular. You know, we we um, at into GCU we run some excursions to, to you know some of the, the 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 more rural areas, if you like, and and those are all always very um, 
popular and very heavily subscribed. But students can and do do their own thing as well. And, and I know of many of our, our students who will will take the opportunity over weekends to, to travel to, to Sky, travel up to the Highlands um, and explore the, the, the fantastic scenery and landscape that we have in, in, in Scotland. And often that isn't all that far to get to. Obviously, Skye's a little bit away from where we are here in Glasgow, but you know you can leave Glasgow and within 20 minutes be in the, the heart of the, the, the National Park, the Trossachs National Park, Loch Lomond, uh, again, which is world-renowned. So you don't need to travel all that far to explore that fantastic landscape and, 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 and scenery that we do have. Yeah, and likewise, uh, here at Stirling, we do exactly the same. We, we have those excursions. Um, just a few weeks ago, we had a group of students who we took uh, to St Andrews for the day, just to have a day out and, and a look around. Um, I believe the university and clubs and societies, they also do their own excursions to, to different places. We also did an excursion to uh, the Livingston um, Outlet Shopping Centre as well. You know, that's something that the students specifically wanted, so we arranged it for them. So, um, you know, if, if, if you do have somewhere that you are kind of keen to explore, um, if you let people at the universities and at the into centres know, um, you know, it's a very good chance we, we can arrange something for you. And the last last thing on this topic, I think it would be really worthwhile covering is is the weather, more specifically the perception of the difference between England and Scotland when it comes to weather, which always surprises me a little bit given how small the UK is. Um, but I think some of it's some of it's valid, perhaps, but I think some of it is definitely a myth that we can try and bust. I know that uh, we were talking earlier about how the the, the actual difference in average temperatures through the year from the central belt of Scotland to London is is almost imperceptible. Yeah. Um, that definitely comes from the, the the idea of hearing about the highlands and the temperatures in the highlands. Of course, it's going to be colder there just because of the altitude. But actually, where our students are going to be living and spending most of their time, they're not going to notice any difference um, between where they're living and between, say, London or the south of the south of England. Um, would you say that's fair? From, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, as, as most of you can probably tell from, from my accent, I'm not from Scotland. I'm from London originally. And, you know, it was one thing that everybody said when I moved up because I moved up to Aberdeen, which is in the very north of Scotland. And everyone was like, oh, my God, it's going to be so cold. Yeah, yeah you, you don't really notice it at all. I mean, it's very, very similar, maybe a couple of degrees cooler um, than, than down in London. But yeah, you, you, not enough that I would say it was a deal breaker for me. Um, I think during the winter, just invest in a, in a good sweater or a good jacket, you'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, and, and again, just to echo that, I think you're the... Um, we have a habit of apologising for our weather um, in the UK in generally, but I think probably in Scotland as well. But um, the beauty of, of, of being in Scotland is you can have four seasons in, in one day often. Um, um, and again, we sometimes apologise for that, um, but often our students welcome that because, you know, if you're coming from a climate where it's constantly 30 degrees upwards, um, it's a it's a relief to come to, to slightly lower temperatures. Um, having said that, we were hitting 30 degrees here in Scotland just at the, the weekend gone by, so um, we, we can have the, those highs as, as, as well as the respective lows. Um, one thing that I always say in response to um, people questioning the weather is that there's no such thing as bad weather, just the wrong choice of clothing. So, so please bear that in mind when you're coming to visit as well. I think that's a good axiom just for the UK as a whole, really, isn't it? <laughs> that's great. That that's, seems like a good place to, to wrap up. I think, as always, if, if you guys have questions for us on, on any of these areas, do reach out. We're more than happy to um, talk about it. Um, do you guys have any any uh, any trips coming up? 
to anywhere in Scotland to visit or um so I'm back up to Aberdeen this weekend. So um, yeah, Saturday morning, I'm hopping on a train, getting back up to Aberdeen to see my friends and then coming back down uh, on Sunday afternoon. And and I, I kind of, uh, because the nature of our jobs is we travel quite a bit. So um, one of the one of the beauties of is, is just kind of exploring close to home and, and spending time with the family. And, and certainly within 10, 15 mile radius of Glasgow, there's lots and lots of things for, for us to do. So it doesn't involve lots of, of long distance travel, but but still things to explore and see. Good stuff. All right. Thanks, guys.